What's up? Welcome back to the Becoming Shameless Podcast. I'm your host, Nicholas Wallace. I'm your host, Josiah Bain. And this is episode four, Truth or Hair, where we'll be discussing honesty. So, what is the importance in your mind of honesty? Honesty is important because it funnels out um, everything that's inside of you to other people. So, uh, being honest with yourself uh, is the most important thing. So, you have to start by... Uh, knowing um, what it is you're doing and how you're doing it and uh, what you're feeling inside and and just being able to uh, be more self-aware and I feel like that's a a, a big uh, co-part of honesty is, is self-awareness and so once you're able to be honest with yourself then you're able to be honest with other people because one thing about um, lying is when you're a liar you're the biggest lie is you're telling is a lie to yourself. So when when you when you lying to other people, you're lying to yourself first about something. Most of all, it always starts there. So same same thing with honesty. When you're being honest to other people, you gotta start by being honest with yourself. Yeah, you know I always say you lie to yourself more than you lie to anybody else because you're always trying to convince yourself. Because everything kind of goes back to that ego, and everything always start. Everything starts with you. Mm-hmm. Everything because how you treat others has more to do with you than them. So if you're not honest with yourself, you can't really work on the things that you fault at. And if you can't do that, it will project itself onto other people. So it's very important to be honest with yourself first. Um, but we never really like, like describe like how to be honest with yourself. Like everybody's like, oh, you need to be honest with yourself, be real with yourself. Mm-hmm. But how do we do that? Um, a self-assessment, for me at least, I know I gotta go through um, what it is I'm doing, cause I got a tendency to tell like a quick lie. Like I, I'll, I'll like, I'll like have something mm. like a situation or something, and like I don't know why it is, but the first instinct is to be like, just lie. Like you know what I'm saying? Like in my head, like I'm like, just lie about that. And I'm like, no, like you actually have to be uh, subconscious and make the conscious effort of, of being honest, and you have to do that all the time, and you have to do that with yourself too. So it's like, if you're feeling some way. Or let's say, in the simple terms, you had a long day, right? Mm-hmm. And I do this a lot. I'll be like, you know what I'm saying? My day, my, my day not that long. I'm not tired. I Like, you keep telling yourself, like, I'm not tired. I'm like, because, you know, it's that hustle, that grind mentality that, you know, we've ingrained into ourselves as a culture. And you know, sometimes mm-hmm. you just got to stop and be like, no, I am tired. I'm going to I'm gonna keep going. But, you know, and, and. you talk about that. And I am, I am tired. So, um for sure. Yeah. I, I think that's very important, like the whole self assessment thing. That's that's a very important quality, like in the self awareness because if you don't know what you're doing, then you really won't know how you're treating others in the process and you won't even know that you're lying to others. Because I feel like sometimes you it's like study there's studies that have been shown remember we took psychology in high mm-hmm. school and it's like if you lie to yourself enough, you will believe it and that will become your truth. Yeah. So you don't realize inherently you're lying to others because the truth that you've come to accept wasn't the truth it's just the lie you convinced yourself of right and i feel that's what we do a lot of times because we don't we like i feel like like i said the ego wants to protect your feelings so you will lie to yourself sometimes unbeknownst to yourself that you're lying to yourself and then it just trickles down to other people but nah i i agree i completely agree i think in terms of like what it takes or how do we tell the truth, mm-hmm. I feel there has to be a, a relinquish of control. 
And I think a lot of questions have to be asked. I think a lot of times we speak very fast, like the need to respond. We kind of mm-hmm. spoke in the last episode, like the need to respond in a certain manner. Yeah. I feel like before you speak, you have to ask yourself questions first. Like, mm-hmm. like one question I always ask myself when I'm speaking is, where is this coming from? Right. So say if there's a beautiful woman I'm friends with and she allegiantly asks my advice mm-hmm. on like her relationship. Right. Am I really feeling like this relationship isn't good for her, or do I want her? Yeah. Where is this place coming from? Or say it was somebody who hurt my feelings, and they asked my opinion on their outfit. Do I really hate them shoes, or am I really just upset with them and I want to hurt them? Yeah. So I think it's important to ask. You know what I'm saying? Where is this coming from? How like how do I really feel about it? And really try to dissect before we speak. And I think. That's why, like, even in the Bible, is like, be slow to speak, fast to listen. Mm-hmm. Because when you speak, you'll just say something, and you don't really... There's power in your words. Right. So I feel like it's very important to ask yourself those questions. When it comes to other people, uh, to piggyback on what you said, I feel like a big thing is um, putting other people first. And I think that kind of correlates with um, understanding and being honest about where whatever you're saying is coming from. So if I'm, if I'm able to... Um, put the other person first before I put myself first in a certain situation like that, I'm more able to quickly recognize like, yo, like, like they are clearly um, in a certain space right now. Mm-hmm. And I realize that whatever my motive is for saying what I want to say is not a pure motive, then um, I probably shouldn't say it. So that I feel like those two kind of, those be, that's my inner, like, that's a lot of my inner dialogue. It's like, is this really like a, true thing I'm saying is like pure a heart yeah. or is there a motive because behind almost every action and it's not always bad but there's a motive because yeah. you want to benefit Right. so I'm really asking myself is this what I should say or what I want to say Right. you know what I'm saying Yeah. and I think that um, it's very important so so we talked about last week about that whole um, uh, video with the guy that was silent and everything yeah. and the whole telling the truth is always telling the truth the best option and in terms of considering the setting and you know the it, time and place and it's stuff not like that. I don't think so right I think it's a time and place for everything based on like the setting I feel like telling the truth is always the best thing you can do but the timing of it matters and how you do it too because the truth that I, I, I can you know a lot of people especially like younger people the whole blunt thing, right? Yeah. People hide disrespect behind the phrase, I'm being blunt yeah. or I'm just real, which yeah. I ain't gonna lie, even in my younger days, yeah, I was like that. Mm-hmm. And I remember like my sister told me, she was like, you don't have to be hurtful to tell the truth. And right. I think a lot of people don't realize that, like you can tell the truth without being harsh. Right. But people like to mask animosity behind the truth or behind a joke. Like there's a saying, Behind every joke, there's a little bit of truth. Mm-hmm. So if I make a joke like, boy, you built like Fat Albert, mm-hmm. I think you're fat. <laughs> like, it's a joke, but I think you're fat. <laughs> or like me, I'm, I'm short, and they'd be like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you a leprechaun. You make it funny because I'm short. You think I'm short. Yeah. Like, okay, it's funny, but like, behind every joke, there, because the thing about it is, a jester is one of the smartest people in society, or mm-hmm. a comedian, right? Yeah. Because they take the truth and they make you laugh behind it mm-hmm. because behind everything a comedian says there is truth to it and that's what makes it actually funny it's the ability to be able to tell the truth 
in a way that's humorous and distracts you from the, the actual harshness of the truth. You know, it's crazy. Comedians can really dissect people's truth without even having to be around them very long. Like, comedians can have, like, a 10-minute conversation with you and be able to come with, come up with 20 different Break jokes. You down. Exactly. Yeah. Like, they can really, like, dissect everything that you said to them and, and come up with a, a truth about that, which is which is really... Uh, because the comedians can control thing. the room because they know how to... They know how to manipulate everybody's emotions or take, like I said, to bend the truth to appease the person, even though it's a harsh reality. And that's that's the beauty in it. Mm-hmm. But like I think, like a lot of people in the world, they hide their tr- they hide their animosity behind the truth and how they how they relay their information, which I feel like gives the truth a harsh thing. Because like, I know that the truth hurts, and it does. Like no matter what, the truth will hurt. But there's a way to cushion it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't try to. They try to, like I said, they try to use all their harsh feelings behind the truth when they could cushion it, make the blow easier. Like, there's no nice way to tell somebody you're breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. But, like, you could cushion it. You don't have to be like, you smell like S-H-I-T. Mm-hmm. You could just be like, hey, bro, I ain't gonna lie to you. You know what I'm saying? But right. people like to humiliate and demoralize people behind the truth, which gives the truth a hard reputation. I, I think, honesty. With that, it's, it's kind of a whole emotional uh, bubble with that. So um, it's really important to, to not, and I've had to really, and I'm still walking through this, like literally, like I'm still really trying to, to get this down, this concept of not being so emotional all the time. Like a lot of times um, when you're trying to be honest, you're not able to be honest with yourself or with other people because you're so emotional. And it's not that, um, emotions are bad and, and you can feel emotions but you can't sit in, in your emotions and allow those to be the root of your expressions so when sure. um, you got uh, like you said when somebody is telling a joke and, and truth it, and they have to check themselves about where that's coming from am I emotional because maybe I don't know like I feel some type of malice or I feel some type of um, uh like anger towards you or I like I want to get my lick back Every, everybody these days wants to get their lick back like they have a, a they crazy do. memory of, crazy of what it is the day you did to them maybe six months ago and you're holding a grudge and so now you're um you're not be able to be honest with yourself and be able to come up come to the person and say first be honest with yourself and like yo like whatever they did really hurt me so now I'm gonna be I'm gonna harvest this anger and I'm gonna harvest this this Sure. This emotion inside resentment. of my chest, resentment, and now I'm going to try to make a joke with you, which is me, you know what I'm saying, just telling you the truth, but really, I'm really trying to break you down, so. And that kind of goes back to that saying, you know, they say, like, people are telling, when people are mad, that's when they tell you how they really feel, right. which I kind of don't fully agree, but to me an too. extent, that's what you wanted to say. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, that's what happens, it all starts with, we said, with yourself, I feel like a lot of people don't be truthful with how they feel within themselves to the point you build up a resentment or a dislike for a person that you're close to and then all those harbored feelings eventually always going to explode and that's where a lot of the truth hurts comes from mm-hmm. the truth the truth may sting but it doesn't have to be very painful yeah i feel like things like a shot like it could it could be something quick a little bit painful but it could be something brief 
but people like to stab it and like turn the knife mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be that way but i feel like people have to learn how to check their feelings right. when telling the truth because the truth the truth is a gift mm-hmm. right so if you go to the store the truth is a gift accessories aren't included but what you should bring with it is grace mm-hmm. you should also buy grace to accompany it right because when you tell the truth without grace what you do is you start to cause a drift in the bonds you have with other people right i i think um oh my goodness oh i a couple of uh years ago right i was dating this girl and uh we uh, I always I always listen. This I always would tell this girl. I'll be like, yo, like, like stop. She would always make jokes about uh, uh. It was something, but the truth is, the jokes made me feel like she was trying to say. That's how she felt. Like that's how like the the context of the joke. I forgot what exactly the joke. It was like a bunch of jokes, like a compilation of them. But the joke she would make, mm-hmm. it made me feel like she was trying to say that. I wasn't, I was less of a man. So like, I, I hate so that. Like, I'm feeling like you testing my manhood, which comes from me not being secure in myself, in, in myself in, in, in the first place. So like when she would make those jokes, I'm like, yo, like, you know, stop saying that, stop saying that, stop saying that. Of course, you know, she, she ain't stopped saying that. So I'm like, all right, bet. Next time you say that, whatever comes out of it, that, that's, that's, gonna be the con- that's gonna be the consequence, right? Yeah. So now, like I said, I've already har- harvested this this uh, resentment in my chest because one, I'm not honest with myself about why it is these jokes are making me so mad, and then two, I'm not honest with her about saying like, yo, like I was honest with her about saying stop making the jokes, but I also was honest with her saying like, like she's just thinking like, oh, this boy just playing like he just telling me stop making jokes. Like no, like these these jokes are making me feel some type of way. Like like these are hitting home, and so next time she said the joke, of course I went off her and I went crazy. I I said some crazy stuff like. He's some some, very, sorry. some very out of pocket stuff, right? Completely out of the pocket stuff. Yeah. And so that kind of relates to your point of uh, people say what they really want to say when they mad. I didn't really, I didn't really believe that stuff I said about her. That's what hurt you. But I just wanted, I just wanted to to make you feel what I was feeling inside the whole time. So, but you brought up a good point. Like yeah. I feel like to be okay, to truly be okay with telling the truth. You have to have some level of security within yourself, mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of people lack that security within themselves because it's it's kind of a contradicting thing. But to be secure with yourself, you have to be okay with being available, mm-hmm. being vulnerable, right. and being truthful with yourself. So, right. like a person who isn't secure with themselves can't really tell you the truth because you may get entry. You know what I'm saying? Because that lock is loose, mm-hmm. you might get entry and access to the insides of them, the stuff they don't want to show other people. Right. And that's, it's a harsh thing. So if I was to really be honest with you about how that hurt me as a man, Mm -hmm. you might think less of me as a man. You may hurt me more because now I have to allow you inside about how I really feel about certain stuff. But in order to truly, in order to really tell the truth, like I said, you have to have a level of security within self, but you also have to have that vulnerability with it. And you have to relinquish control. I think a lot of times what we don't tell the truth is because whenever you tell the truth, the honest truth, mm-hmm. you relinquish all control of the outcome. And most people want to control the outcome. That's why a lot of times people, you know what I'm saying, they hide their hand 
they don't want to show you how they're going to play the game because mm-hmm. they know they if they tell you mm-hmm. how they're going to handle the situation, they may not get the ended result that they want, mm-hmm. which is very selfish, but also very controlling. So if you really want to like tell the truth, you have to be okay with how any situation ever plays out. Right. And that's most, like you said, most people are scared of the, the uh, product of, of being honest with other people then also being honest with themselves. Like a lot of people... Like you, one thing I I just recently thought of when you starting to get to know somebody, mm-hmm. right? We ask them, "What's your favorite color. color?" You know what I'm saying? What do you like to do? Da 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 da. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna start asking. Start asking people, "What are your weaknesses?" Like, oh, are, I do. Are you are are you self aware enough to know what you're bad at? Like, are you able to to able to go through and dissect? Like, yo, I'm not good at this or. I do this sometimes when this happens, or I do this sometimes when this happens. Like, and to be honest, I'm not really comfortable with doing this. And like, that's being able to recognize your strength. You have to know your strength and weak, your strengths and weaknesses. And like, let me tell you, you something, bro. You have to be honest with yourself about that stuff first before you can be honest with that stuff with other people. Yeah, yeah. That's facts. This is what I do, right? Uh-huh. When I ask somebody, because I I gauge their response. When you ask somebody what their strengths and weaknesses mm-hmm. is, and this is for me, so y'all don't have to do this, mm-hmm. but. Your response actually matters. So, if you're if you're telling me your flaws are things that inflict pain on others, mm-hmm. I respect it because you're aware of how you treat others. Right. But some people they only say their flaws that only cause pain to them. So I'm just so understanding that people just hurt me, or I'm so forgiving that people just take advantage of it. And it's right. Kind of like, you, I don't think you realize you're so you're aware. Though your lens is through self. You only right. see life through the lens of yourself because you're not really even thinking about your flaws that hurt other people. Right, right there tells you if I want to interact with you or not. Right. That is so That is so crazy you bring that up because you know a whole bunch of people who feel like they are so, for lack of better words, that this is just the way I'm th- feeling right now. This They are so holy. Mother that, Teresa. Exactly. They are so... Mother Teresa, holy! I'm just so forgiving. I'm just so so much of this that you know I just I'm just people just take advantage of me and you know I'm just really I'm just so uh. But they're liars. Like it's like, are you serious? Like you know, the craziest thing is when people say they would never do something. I would never. I would. I would never. never. I would never do this. Or I would never do that. Of course, most of my uh analogies and stuff come from Tim Ross in the basement. I was listening to him and he was like, all right. He's like, all right, let's let's paint a, a scenario, right? The dude said, he said, tell me something you would never do. He said, I would never kill a man. He said, okay, you would never kill a man. He said, uh, say you're in a foreign country, right? You're with your family. You guys are, this is a new land. You don't, you know what I'm saying? You don't know the, the area and the landscape, right? It's three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. You're asleep. You hear a thump upstairs. You think it's nothing, right? And then you hear a, a, a wretched scream from your mother, right? You go upstairs, run upstairs. What's going on? Your mother is being choked out by some dude who just broke broke into the house, mm. right? And he has her on like on. By, yeah. by the killer, he by the killer basically, right? To your right, is a bat, with a, a uh, metal with a, a a metal bat, right? How many swings are, are are you about to take at this man? Hey, 
Can't say can't say a future job might be looking. Exactly. Hey, but I'm saying like there's there's no the the say that you would never do something that is not being honest with yourself. It's not right. You you try your best to not do something, and we try our best to to not you know have certain. Um, but you know my three laws. You're better than nobody. You're exempt from nothing. And what? You're above nothing. You're never exactly. too good to do something. And I think a lot of people, because there's multiple truths mm-hmm. within the truth, right? Yeah. Like how it could be your truth, my truth, the truth. Right. But even there's multiple truths within yourself. The truth about yourself, the truth you come to believe in the harsh reality mm-hmm. of the situation. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people formulate these identities which aren't really the harsh truth, the reality of the situation, but also, like, because they lack a lot of context in the lens they look at it, it's through themselves, so it's like, there's multiple truths you must acknowledge within yourself, because how I view myself isn't how I am, because even then, the truth how you view me is just as important as the truth that I think of myself, right. because how am I affecting you as a person? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people like that, their egos are kind of too big, but it also is like, like I said, it takes true, it takes true love or even self love mm-hmm. to tell the truth, especially when it comes to telling the truth to yourself. Right. And a lot of people avoid the truth about themselves because I said, like I said before on the last episode, mm-hmm. people don't want to give up the the image they created for themselves. They mm-hmm. created an identity to acknowledge a truth. You must acknowledge you aren't who you think you are, mm-hmm. and people don't want to do that. It's- it's a, a fear of, of being honest of what what will happen if I am truthful with myself. So say I'm I'm truthful in, in knowing that, um, you know I I do get angry. Say you know I get angry very frequently. I'm an angry person, right? Mm-hmm. I'm truthful with myself, saying to know I am I get angry. I have a quick temper, right? And if I'm not honest with myself. And I'm not honest with other people, and I'm scared to tell you that that I that I have a a, a quick temper, right? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm scared to e- I'm scared to even go. So now I'm withholding myself because I'm scared. To, so now I'm not even getting like. So now I have a melatonin expression, right? So I'm I'm fearful of getting uh, angry. So now I have a I I keep a melatonin expression because I don't know if I get past a certain point what I'm going to do, right? So now you're fearing yourself and you're not honest with yourself because you don't know. So say somebody like, I don't like to talk, people will say, I don't like to talk about um, certain situations or I don't like to show a certain emotion or get emotional in, in certain situations because I don't know what I'm going to do. So can are you able to um, contain me and be able to accept me for when I show you past that point of, of, my own limitation right so now i'm limiting myself mm. to being all the way honest and being all the way honest about my emotion and honesty is just not verbally honesty is being able to go past what the that wall you set for yourself right so say we're i'm i can be honest with you by being emotional in front of you right that's that's a part of honesty right sure. and that comes with the truth versus the truth versus honesty right you can tell somebody the truth. Like you said, there's multiple facets to the truth. But being honest, honest is in your expression and your emotion. And that's all facets of, of being honest. So, you know, when when you when you uh when you're not fully uh, comfortable being completely honest with somebody, then uh, you withhold them from 
being able to see every aspect of you. That's facts. And a lot of times where if I could like articulate on a point I kind of said mm-hmm. somewhat earlier, the problem, dang, I forgot what I was about to say, but when, and with telling the truth, oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. The problem is you got to, like I said, relinquish the call of the need for outcome because people are afraid. Acknowledgement or honesty is only the first step. Mm-hmm. People are afraid of taking some more steps because here's an analogy, right? If you were to walk up a flight of steps, that's a tiring journey. Right. Your legs going to hurt. Right. You got to be okay with actually doing the work, doing the exercise. People avoid it. They don't, because it's, it's, it might be draining, but even you're going to be going upwards. So a lot of people are afraid of actually taking that step because they don't want to take the journey that they know is going to drain them because to acknowledge you're wrong means you have to work and grow. And to acknowledge you're wrong and to work and grow, you must have to acknowledge harsh truths, unpack some things, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying, learn new things. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of work. So you got to be okay with climbing those stairs. Right. But most people don't want to climb them stairs because they don't want to admit that they're out of shape. Right. Hey, when you have to get naked metaphorically with yourself first, right? Before before you can get naked for anybody else, metaphorically, all right, I'm going to keep reiterating that, you have to be able to get naked with yourself. It's like, you're staring at you. You go out and you're standing in the mirror, and you you saying I'm being I'm 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 being completely transparent. I can see my reflection. Mm-hmm. I got all my clothes on. Yeah, I'm not I'm not able to see all my own blemishes. So now I go out and you know what I'm saying I'm trying to I'm trying to uh, compare my reflection I saw at home with my reflection that I see in somebody else. So that reflection that that they're that they're seeing in me, and they're like, "Yo," because when you get close to somebody, they can see all your blemishes, the stuff that you can't see, right? You might have stood in the mirror for five seconds and like just check yourself, like, "Yo, I'm good." But some, yeah. when you actually looking at somebody, and you're actually close to them, right? At some point, you start to see all the all, all the blemishes and all of that stuff, and right, and now they're undressing you, and you got you ain't even undressed yourself yet. Mm. So it's like. It's kind of like how, like, in the Bible, you know, Genesis, mm-hmm. how when they, after they sinned, they hid from God because they knew they were naked. Right. And they weren't okay with being naked. But, and they didn't for sure want God to be naked because right. then why do you know that you're naked? Right. You know what I'm saying? So you have to see yourself naked before others can see you naked. Or you have to be okay with or acknowledge it, at least. Right. So now we, we talked about, right mainly being honest with yourself so now in a in a friendship relationship or whatever with your parents about being honest um with other people right so what is what is honesty with other people look like to you it looks like a conversation Mm -hmm. like i know that sounds so simplistic but it does i feel like it's just a conversation in a proper setting and with a gentle calm tone and words that are very articulated well so they can understand mm-hmm. where you're coming from. That's what it looks like to me. But if I also give, like, honesty, true honesty how it's supposed to be, it's supposed mm-hmm. to look like gentleness and compassion. And mm-hmm. like, it's composed of gentleness, compassion, understanding, and mercy. Because, shout out Uncle Phil, RIP. Mm-hmm. I remember it was an episode of Fresh Prince, right. and like, uh, Will saw something and he asked Uncle Phil should he tell the truth because you know 
the outcome. Like if he tells the truth about what the guy's girlfriend did, mm-hmm. they might the guy won't believe him. They won't be friends. And he was like, to be a good friend, you have to be okay with losing a good friend, mm-hmm. which kind of goes back to what I said the whole outcome thing. So all those things matter. It takes true. It takes true love. And Tim Ross, I, I, I watched the episode. Mm-hmm. It takes love to tell someone the truth. Right. The 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 strength of a relationship is determined by how much of the truth it can bear. Right. So if if, if you're if you're in a, a relationship or friendship and you're nervous to tell somebody, right? First of all, sometimes we psych ourselves out and you know we think the other person is not as understanding as they really are. And sometimes they overestimate people and be like, they're understanding and they're, you know. They're so it's, it's that gauge, but um, the strength of a relationship is determined by how much of the truth, how much of the truth can I tell you in our relationship not break, right? So now we get to, um, I like to say, relational equity and, and uh, things of that sort. And of course, I'm not just talking about relationships, talking about friendships and stuff, but once you get to a certain point in your friendship or your relationship, um, unless you're able to put add more weight on, you're going to stay at that same level. And the, the relationship is, is not going to be able to, you haven't tested, right? If you're lifting, right, and you keep lifting 135 on the bench press, you're not going to know if you if you know stronger or not. You've gotten comfortable at the weight you're at. So now people are getting comfortable in their relationship, getting comfortable in their friendship, getting comfortable and all that stuff because they haven't added more of the truth about themselves. So maybe they haven't been honest with themselves or maybe they haven't uh, felt comfortable sitting there telling uh, the other person uh, about their stuff. But, you know, it, it, it all determines of how much of the truth can um, That's real. a relationship bear. When you when you don't tell people the truth, it shows you love self preservation more than you love the person Facts. that you're interacting with. I love the image of myself more than than I love you, the person. And like look, and like, like this, I love the reflection. Like like I love the reflection of myself uh-huh. more than I love the actual person. Because if you look in the mirror, that's not how you actually look. Exactly. Your brain fixes how you. Because they say your brain fixes how you look. So how I look, how I think I look, is not exactly how I really look. So you really love the reflection of yourself more than you love the person you're dealing with when you don't tell them the truth. They love that uh, that dog filter on Snapchat everybody was using back in twenty yeah <laughs> back in twenty sixteen. Yeah, you love the image of yourself more than you love the other person when you don't tell them the truth. Right. So now, um, in in a relationship or a friendship, um, I'm I'm being honest with them. How am I able to? Um, not how, but am, am I able to walk with somebody with them being honest, right? And mm-hmm. I, that's one thing I really had to start telling myself is, um, and I kind of had, I definitely had a, a skewed vision. I don't want to say it. I didn't have a full understanding that I have now about friendships and relationships and stuff like that. When you have a friend, um, I just, sometimes I just need somebody to contain me, right? Sometimes mm. it gets to a point because life be lifing. It do. Life be lifing, and and I'm the demographic of, of this channel. I assume is probably like, um, like twenty to thirty five, forty. It it ranges. So yeah. whoever, wherever, whatever part of the spectrum you fall on, you can attest to. If you're on the higher side, you can attest to that life be life. If you're on the lower side, just wait because life, life. life is going to start lifing. And so when you're in those moments, sometimes you just need 
I feel like people aren't able to have both, right? Some people just want somebody to contain them and be able to say, like, yo, express your feelings and I won't say nothing. I'm just going to sit here and listen. And But also, some people don't want that truth reality of, like, yo, like, being able to tell you the truth. So it's either I want somebody to just listen to me and shut up or I want somebody or and or I want somebody to be able to give me some guidance or somebody to walk with me through the season. But that's the whole premise of a relationship or everything has to start with a friendship everything whether you're dating or something everything has to start with a friendship so you have to be able to walk just be able to walk with your friends sometimes you just need somebody to just be like yo i'm with you like whatever whatever whatever's going on in your life like i'm with you like you you can call me you can you know what i'm saying you can do whatever you need to do you can call me start blowing up cussing and stuff like that even if if you know what I'm saying, you are holier than now and Miss Mother Teresa and stuff like that. If you need to just get some explicit words out, or you just feel like you just really want to, like you just because life get like that. Like life really gets so mad, and I feel like we're not being honest with ourselves about that either. Like, like I said, that whole hustle mentality, and people just aren't able to just say like, "Yo, life is really kicking my butt right now. Like I'm tired. I'm I'm frustrated. Like." Stuff is going on at home, stuff going on at work, stuff going on in my life. I just need somebody to be there with me. I don't need you to give me... Sometimes I don't want no advice. Sometimes I do want advice. Whatever the situation may be, sometimes I want to hug. Sometimes I don't want to hug. Sometimes I want to I wanna go get some food and we can just sit in silence. Sometimes maybe I want to talk. Like Being able to have that person to just contain you and be able to, to be in that space with you is a real... It's a real blessing, man, and, and and then you get to, like I said before, the relational equity of just being honest with somebody and being able to share with somebody what it is that you're going through in life, and it's a beautiful thing, man, and I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to get that stuff down and on my side of just receiving and being that person to walk with, right, because once you start realizing, yo, if I can be somebody's person to walk with, then... You know, they, they might not let me walk with them, but they can sure enough walk with me. So, um, yeah. Let me make a statement. Uh-huh. Genuine honesty is an act of selflessness. To truly be genuinely honest, you must deny yourself because to deny yourself, you're not looking out for your best interest and your feelings. You're trying to make sure that other person is better. Because also to truly, like I said, to tell the truth, it requires love. Mm-hmm. So if you really want to be a genuinely honest person, you have to deny yourself and your need for things to go your way. And like I said, relinquish your control over the situation. Some people don't want to um, have that. I'm sorry, what's the word you said? Selfless. Selfless. Some, some people are not um, selfless in that point because they want to match the other person's energy energy that that they're with right yeah so right a lot of times especially now in our generation that we grew up in um it's like if you gonna do something then i'm gonna do it if you i still do this i still do this so if you gonna do something then i'll do it if you're not gonna do it then i won't do it to protect it's like just the it's like no like just be yourself yourself and like we said before, you can't be yourself if you don't even know who yourself is. You know, they say, like, 
there is no pride in love. Mm-hmm. And if truth requires love, then truth can't require can't have pride in it. Right. That's right. Um, a little a little bit of honesty that I wanted to, from a personal standpoint of yourself, Take honesty that I wanted to um, give an example of. Right, we gave um, general examples in culture, not culture, but in our world and our life and stuff. But from a biblical standpoint, Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, right? Jesus is about mm-hmm. to be crucified, right? He's praying to God. He's like, God, if there's any other way, and I want to bring up the text so I don't butcher it. Go ahead. Um, but he's Jesus like, God, if there's any other way that, that this can happen, yeah. let this be. Because Jesus, we talk about that and statement. He, he Jesus was sweating. Was, Jesus was divine and he was human, right? Yeah. So he had the the experience that that we that we deal with a lot of times, which um, sometimes I'm I'm mad, I'm I'm angry, and I'm I'm uh, understanding understanding at the same time. So like, right? Jesus is in the garden and he's he's asking God, God, if if this is is there any other way? Because I. My human side, my divine side knows that I gotta, I gotta do this because this is what you sent me to do. And my human side is like, like this is, this is about to be a, this this is about to be a a crazy, a crazy couple, couple days we about to go through, bro. Because, like, you sure you want to do this? Like, they said he's in there talking, he's having that inner dialogue, like, bro, you sure you, you sure you, you really need to do this for real? He's like, God, like for real, like if, if you, I got some other way, but. So that's uh, an example of Jesus' honesty with himself. Like he was able and he was able to to have that self dialogue with himself and be able to realize that, yo, I don't with my human side doesn't want to do this and I know this is what has to be done, right? So sure. with us it's like I I know I don't wanna have this hard conversation right now. I know Mm. I'm I'm tired. I know I'm I'm having a frustrating week or a frustrating day or even a frustrating month, and I'm going to do what needs to get done. And I feel like, and I feel like that's the part that's missing in this hustle culture that we have today. It's always hustle, hustle, hustle. You're not tired. You got to get the bag. You got to get the bag. Yo, I'm tired of. So, what somebody say? I'm tired of chasing the bag. Yeah, I am. I'm tired of chasing the bag. I'm I'm gonna get this money because I got bills to pay and I need it to survive. And and I want to go on this trip to Puerto Rico and which call it and I don't want to keep doing this so for sure um and then in life right if we go to Psalms if you ain't if you haven't read Psalms you need to read Psalms man Psalms Psalms is a is a crazy book that really depicts our life in general right so we right so it's two it's two Psalms that and they back to back. Right, it's Psalms 22 and Psalms 23. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But, um, right, this is written by David. Right, Psalms 22. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Why are you so far away when I groan for help? Every day I call to you, my God, but you do not answer. Every night I lift my voice, but I find no relief. Yet you are holy. And thrown on the praises of Israel, our ancestors trusted in you and rescued them. They cried out to you. And were saved. They trusted in you and were never disgraced. But I am warned and not a man. I am scorned and despised by all. Everyone who sees me mocks me. They sneer and shake their head, heads, saying, "Is this the one who relies on the Lord?" Then the then 
Let the Lord save him. If the Lord loves him so much, let the Lord rescue him. Yet you have brought me safely from my mother's womb and led me to trust you at my mother's breast. Right? So we read David David is writing right here. Go, God, where you at? Like why yeah. why are you making this so hard for me? I'm struggling. Life is kicking my butt right now. I need something from you. I'm frustrated, right? And that's and we talk about now an honest, a honest conversation, not only with himself, but with God, too. He's like, because everybody want to say, oh, God is, you know, and he is. God is always faithful, and he's always going to um, make sure you're good and always bless you. And, and love, people love to talk about that stuff, but they're not having a real honest relationship with God, not having a real honest relationship with themselves, and then they're not able to have a real honest relationship with other people. Dang. Right? So it's like, Lord, why, why, why is all this stuff happening to me? It feels like you're so far away. It feels like you've forgotten about me, and I know that you haven't forgot about me. I know that you are still providing and you are still working on my behalf, behalf, and I know that you are still the one who created everything and everything is in control, right? And so then we go to Psalms twenty-three, right? The Lord is my shepherd. I have all. First of all gotta go to kjv i'm sorry because it just um sounds a lot better i got you all right the lord is my shepherd i have all oh my gosh that's not my key the lord is my shepherd i shall not want he maketh me lie down in green pastures he leadeth me beside still waters he restoreth my soul he leadeth me in the paths of the righteous for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff comfort me. Right? I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death. The shadow of death right now may be I just got fired from my job. The shadow mm -hmm. of death right now may be I'm going through a breakup. The shadow of death right now may be addiction. Addiction. The shadow of, you do, you're walking through the shadow of death, the shadow of the valley of death though. You're not staying, don't not stay in the valley. Cuz there are valleys and this is life. There are valleys and peaks and valleys and peaks. You can't stay in the valley, right? For sure. You you are able to recognize I'm in the valley right now. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be in, I'm not in the valley. I'm not going to be in the valley and just always be talking about, "Oh, I'm on the mountain." I'm on the mountain. It's like no, you. I'm yo. I'm in the valley right now. This sucks. This sucks right now. God, I'm angry. Be just being able to say, God, I'm angry. Be like Nick, yo, I'm angry right now. Tell myself, Josiah, you angry right now? And being able to also realize, yo, but I know the peak is coming. So, so we talk about this all the time. Letting two things be true. So that's just a couple of examples of in the Bible where people are. Letting two things be true, man. Hey, man, this this I was real passionate about this yeah, one. Yeah, just bro. talking your stuff. I was real passionate about this one today, bro. This this. Anything else you would like to add? I feel like that was a uh, high. That was that was up there. No, nah, that's 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 all I got. That's all I got for today. Well, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you tell the truth, but be truthful with yourself, so you can be truthful with others. We'll see you next episode. This is the Becoming Shameless Podcast.